The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. It is now my distinct pleasure to present the 2020 International Emmy Founders Award to Governor Andrew Cuomo, with a little help from some of my fellow New Yorkers. To my governor, the governor of Empire State, Andrew Cuomo. Congratulations, Andrew, on your much-deserved Founders Award. Governor Andrew Cuomo, you are the man. What? I was trying to think of something that I could say to you that would uh, be funny, and so I called your brother Chris, who could not understand why you were getting an Emmy since he's the one on television. In the darkest stage of the pandemic, your daily briefings live from New York gave us hope, gave us clarity, gave us the truth, and gave us something that we were not getting from Washington, leadership. In the midst of this storm, Andrew Cuomo became the nation's governor. People across the country tuned into his press conferences every day. Daily I was watching his press conferences, informing us, telling us what to do. And uh, he also said that, uh, you know, now that you're the love gov, uh, you've kind of transcended politics and now you're just part of really more, you know, you're more of like a national sex symbol. He says you'll probably get more dates than votes. That's him saying that, not me. You did your thing during COVID. New York was suffering. We were the epicenter. We were all in a crisis, in a panic. And every single day you came on the airways and you offered your strength, your leadership and your direction and your caring and your heart. You are the epitome of New York tough. These are things your brother says about you. I look up to you still. And you set the example for the rest of the nation, the rest of the world, how to be a leader during a time of crisis. Thank you for your leadership during these trying times. We are New York tough, smart, disciplined, united, and loving. Thank you, Governor. Wow. What a start to the show. The montage of <laughs> Cuomo backers. Does not age well. It no, does it not does age not. Well at all. It ages like warm beer in a vat. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, well and this that's is... <laughs> those are are you know not uh, Robert De Niro is one of those people. Spike Lee, Billy Crystal, Ben Stiller, right? All those right. people, right? A lot of actors and actresses who I used to like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, especially De Niro. I used to like him a lot. Yep. And then he just he just lost it. Yep. Um, um, by the way, folks, if you're just tuning in, we are the financial guys, Mike Hayflick and Mike Sparaza here in for Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Hopefully you're having a nice day, a beautiful sunny day, brisk. A little chilly. Brisk, still kind of, I think, T-shirt, then a shirt, and then maybe a sweatshirt, <laughs> and, then, and then maybe Coat, gloves. a lot of layers still. <laughs> 
but it is it's a nice day here in western new york lots going on folks and uh we're happy to be here as you know and if you ever need us throughout the week we are the financial guys 833 fin guys and uh if you could call into the show we'd really love to hear what you're thinking about andrew cuomo the sexual harassment allegations let's not forget though the nursing home tragedy the crisis of a nursing of the nursing homes i always think of janice dean when i think of this yep. i mean i think of my mom because my mom is in an assisted living center and has definitely had her share of of woes and and sadness and even depression and uh, i but i then i think of like the janice deans of the world who lost their parents her in-laws in fact and never got a chance to even go and see them before yep. they passed well, and that whole video was the was the you know acceptance speech, I guess, for the mm-hmm. you know Emmy that he won for right. handling COVID so yep. well and doing everything the way it should have been done, mm-hmm. according to everybody that you know was in that video. Right, and I, I think it just shows. Obviously, Hollywood doesn't have a clue, right? And, and most people across mm-hmm. the country probably don't know what New York was like that over the last right. year, right? And then to say he's showing truth and you know the honest way to do things right. is just it's laughable. And and I haven't heard any of them. Have they? Any of them come out? I, I have not read one article of them, and, and including the media too, to say maybe we shouldn't have pushed him as the uh, yeah you know answer to all our problems and the love right. gov as they call him. Yeah. What about um? What about listening to these victims, these alleged victims, yeah. and what about believing these alleged yeah. victims? Yeah. I'm not hearing a heck of a lot out there, and so I all I'd have to say is oh how the times have changed. Remember the daily press conferences. You know, it's all about truth, right? Revealing facts. The poster. Yeah. Remember the poster? The thousand dollar. Did you get your? Uh, you, did yeah. you get your poster? No, <laughs> I didn't. I bet they're still out there. They're probably dropping in price, actually. Yeah. Yeah. His. <laughs> uh, yeah. The books, the posters. It's the not. <laughs> not good. And then the award. You know, and uh, now it's literally shame. Um, it's like you know, we're talking this morning about a tidal wave of attacks and opposition, right? But. Not all opposition from that that whole montage of heroes, um, Hollywood heroes that we saw, but um, yeah. I is think, he going to get stripped of the Emmy? Uh, that's what I want to know. Uh, is he going to get to keep know. that, or is that going to be something where you know, like they they stripped uh, Trump's star on Hollywood? Are they going to strip the? the <laughs> I'll tell you what. You I, know. I, I you know it's funny is you know in our office of course Mike and Glenn have this sort of friendly bet of is Cuomo really going to go down? Glenn thinks this is it. Like this is going to be it. Lomas has kept it uh, as, uh, you know, there's no way. They, these guys are like Teflon. They never yep. go down. Yep. Department of Justice, you know, it doesn't matter who comes in. He'll survive. So I don't know. What way are you leaning? Uh, you know, obviously, I think every day that goes on, and I mean, this week, every day there's been something new. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I just, uh, you know. You know he's not gonna he's not gonna leave probably so he right. might he might stick it out a couple more weeks months maybe but right. I don't see how he makes it through now that you know the Schumers are starting to turn on him <laughs> right, uh, right you know people like that so who who knows so I, we're I gonna know. end up with Kathy Hochul as the governor yeah right yeah and then Letitia James um, is she gonna run I guess uh, at some point uh, holy moly it's not ideal uh, not ideal but anyway uh, it's good to be here folks. Um, you'd like to call in here uh it's always fun to talk to you 1-800-616-9236 and here's a question i have we talked about this you know where's the twitter president on the you know fake news we'll call it that cuomo was spreading for a year why isn't his twitter suspended right right what why isn't uh you know billy crystal's twitter suspended for you know pushing a guy like cuomo you know that'd be censorship censorship right come on don't say that you know so that's what's so sad and again i'm not defending we've gone over this on this show Trump's mm-hmm. Twitter. I, I was never a fan of it. Right. Uh, you know, right. I don't. I don't 
think it's necessary for him to go after somebody that means nothing like he, he goes mm-hmm. after people on Twitter. But, you know, right. if we're going to, you know, make a comparison here, right. what did Trump do? It's actually Trump did far less on Twitter than Cuomo did. Mm-hmm. Cuomo lied for months, right. still lying yep. on Twitter and other places, and he's still able to tweet whatever he wants, yep. you know, put videos out of whatever he wants. It's amazing. What, what's funny to me is uh, this whole idea of cancel culture, right? Are we going to see cancel Cuomo? Uh, I don't know. You I don't should. Know. You yeah, should. If that's should. what you're going to do, you that, should. There's no doubt no. we should. No. Yeah, so folks, call in here, 1-800-616-9236. Always an open mic session. And uh, we've got a great show. Uh, we've got Stefan Mihailu coming up in the second hour. So, folks, you do not want to miss Stefan. There's all sorts of things to talk about. Um, what I love about Stefan is he reveals things to us, right? You know, we just kind of know we, we proceed with our lives day after day after day. He sees the stuff going on in Erie County. He sees the stuff going on in the state, and he can actually translate that for all of us, which uh, I'm look, really looking forward to. In our offices, by the way, folks, the theme for the month at the Financial Guys offices is Social Security and Social Security claiming. If you don't know what to do, if you're not sure, you're approaching that age that Social Security could be a new income stream for you, in most cases, that's age 62. Please call in. See if you can sit down with myself, my partner, Ron Reinstein. We've got other income specialists in our office. We are, a, would say, a team of retirement income specialists. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is we all love accumulating wealth. We all love to watch the numbers go up and up and up and see the 401ks, the IRAs, Roth IRAs, brokerage accounts go up in value. But it's often at the time you're ready to retire that there's this sort of a fog. You're not quite sure if you can retire. You don't know when the most appropriate time to take Social Security is. And you don't know how to be an investor as a retiree. We can help you. We can put all of these puzzle pieces together. We have advanced trademarked software called Social Security Optimization Software. It is not just simple break-even analysis, folks. It goes far, far beyond that. Please let Ron Reinstein and myself help you. Uh, We'd love to do that. So if you need some help in that respect, call our office, folks, uh, 833-FINGUYS. We also have a great after show today. Robbie De Niro. What a – he's just a rock star. He is. He is. I I, I mean, I I don't want to say man crush. (laughs) That makes me sound kind of (laughs) creepy. But, man, when I'm around guys like Robbie, Dave DiPietro, Rob Ort – they're just they they just get my respect to such a high level. I think about the choices they made, and then I think about the choices I made, and I think, oh my goodness, if I could go back, right? And that's what I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know Robbie's going to talk a little bit about today with us about his last year and how mm-hmm. challenging it's been, and yep. how you got to just fight back. And I, I think that's awesome the way he's fought and the way he continues to fight because it's obviously not over. No, you know, I, no. I think for a lot of business owners, it's not over yet. No, and you got to keep fighting for it. The tip of the spear, man. And this yeah. guy, and even Mike Lomas, he said like we've we've had all sorts of good text uh, conversations and some some in-person uh, conversations about it. And Mike is so quick to say this stuff does not happen without a guy like Robbie. Yep. Like Robbie stood up. He stood his ground. He could have easily just fell in line, right? The herd mentality, just uh, all right, yeah. And like we've said, you know, that's a, that's a type of business that's been impacted 
more than most by this whole right. thing, right? You know, Absolutely. there's been a lot of essential businesses that have been able to stay open, but, you know, gyms, restaurants, barbershops, yep. you know, hair salons, places like that are the ones that have really been impacted. And, and he's been one of those people to say, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to fight and, and make it work. No question. And he's done you, a great job of that. You, you really don't want to miss this after show today, folks. Facebook Live at 3.15 p.m. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, me and Mike, on with Robbie De Niro uh, right after the show. Uh, you can also find and listen to our podcasts, uh, the TFG podcast with Mike and Glenn. It's just becoming so, so much more popular than ever before. Um, they're going to talk a lot about our governor, yeah. as you can imagine, and uh, kind of hold, no holds barred with these guys, as you all, all of you folks know. And then lastly, um, on the TFG Truth podcast that you and I do, Mike, we yeah. talk to a cop. And uh, it was just an amazing uh, conversation we had about his experiences in what I think we'd all agree are crazy, crazy times, especially for the men and women in blue. And uh, you're going to get a great perspective, folks. You will definitely, definitely want to find that. Wherever you can listen to your podcast, folks, find the podcast, TFG Truth, and that's with Mike and Mike. Yep, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, law enforcement later when we talk about Portland. Oh, my. Doing well. Doing very well out there. <laughs> and you said, as soon as I said, how about Portland? You go, still burning. Yeah, still. Still. <laughs> what are we at, day 6,950? It's, it's, it's in double-digit months going into double-digit years, it yeah. feels like. Yeah. It's just it's insane. Um, we're going to take a quick break, folks. If you uh, Again, if you need us, need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you'd like to call into the show, don't wait till the last hour. Um, second hour, again, we're going to have Stefan Mahailu. This is always an open mic session. We've got John. We've got Kevin. We've got Diane. You're, you guys, we're going to get to you really quickly. Um, we're going to take a quick break. You've got Mike Hayflick and Mike Sparaza on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Which one do you want to try to be? Do you want to try to be Lomas and I'll try to be Wiggle? Yeah, we can try that. We can try that. I don't think I, I, don't think I have okay. the... Uh... I've already said, Uncle, I can't do it. Are you I kidding me? I can't do it either. I can't do it, but I can be... We can try. Can, we, we can be me. I can be me. You can be you. We can do our best, but... <laughs> I love it. Actually, I'm losing audio here. That's all right. There we go. I just got to sit still. Alrighty, welcome back, folks. If you're just tuning in, this is the Financial Guys Radio Network. We are the Financial Guys. And uh, it's Mike Hayflick and Mike Sparaza with you today. Um, always an open mic session. You can reach us here at 800-616-9236. And you can call our office at 833-FIN-GUYS. If you would have any insurance needs, property and casualty insurance, Mike Sparaza, the expert, a growing team of people to help you on everything related to the things you own and protection of those things, and protection of yourself, right? Yeah, like absolutely. Liability that yep. you could incur because of accidents and yep. you know yep. whatever disasters you want to put in there. And uh, if you have any health insurance needs, Medicare insurance needs, uh, you can see our team led by Brian and Brian, Brian Faraci, Brian 
Janik. We're actually going to have Brian Janik coming on shortly. A few minutes, yeah. Give, give us a few, uh, some insight on a, a couple new things going on, folks. So um, before we proceed with some of our callers, I want to get one caller in here, and I want to bring in Tanya. Tanya, you are on the air with Mike and Mike on the Financial Guys radio show. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? Doing great. Thanks for calling in. We wanted to give you this opportunity to call in about a fundraiser, and um, you're going to talk a little bit about Dare to Dream Ranch? Correct. Awesome. Go ahead. Give us some, some insight into Dare to Dream Ranch. Okay. I am on the board of Dare to Dream Ranch, which is located in Rhode Island. Um, I became involved in the ranch. My son, Corey, passed away in June um, from PTSD-related um, events, I guess. So sorry. Um, Corey served in the military since he was 17. He served for 11 years. He was in Iraq um, twice and Afghanistan once. And um, when he came out, he struggled to get his feet on the ground. And um, so when he passed away, I reached out to different organizations. What I wanted to be sure of is that um, anything donated to these nonprofits went to the um, beneficiaries, so to speak. Right, um, sure. That it was an administrative cost. Um, there's there's way too many organizations that collect money and the CEOs make millions of dollars. Right, so, right. Um, I wanted to make sure that it went to the veterans and the active military, and I found Dare to Dream Ranch where over 93% goes exact, um, only to the um, beneficiaries. So. Wow, 93%. That's like incredible no number. <laughs> you, you hear far worse numbers once you dig into all the details of these these not-for-profits. Not they end up not sounding like not-for-profits. <laughs> exactly. You know, it sounds like they are profiting, that's for sure. But Dare to Dream Ranch seems to be doing it the right way. God bless Corey, and, and God bless you. I, I can't imagine to know how that that must have felt but i don't know the the pride i was we were talking as we opened the show just when we talk about people like robbie de niro and and rob Orton, dave DiPietro, and and your son Corey, like i really do swell up with pride and admiration for for them and and i mean that so what can we do to support dare to dream ranch so right now we're involved in a fundraiser um that the first organization to raise first nonprofit organization to raise $25,000 on April 1st mm -hmm. um, will be matched by another $25,000. Um, and so this is huge for us. It gives us the opportunity to buy more land, mm -hmm. build a pond, to have more. Um, we're building pallet houses where if a veteran doesn't have his own home, he can live there free of charge until, or an active military, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, he can live there free of charge until they can afford their own place. Um, all they have to do is work at the ranch. Wow, um, that's awesome. The opportunity to go out there back in October where Corey was honored um, mm -hmm. for his service, and they, you know, they did a brick where they're trying to build a building. We are trying to build a building to sell um, stuff that veterans make, military people make. Um, to help support them Jeez. and so i'm sorry i lost i got kind of caught up in when i was there and I, oh yeah no problem um so 
all this stuff, any money raised, and if we can meet that twenty five thousand um, dollars and and get the match, mm-hmm. so much we can do for the veterans and the active military and their families. Wow, that sounds just so awesome, and it's so cool that you're you're remaining an advocate for this type of thing. You know, you, it'd be really easy for you to to just, you know, kind of step aside and walk away from all this stuff because of your own grief and but no, here you are. You're you're sort of leading a charge to help others and I just I really do uh, admire that and appreciate that. I see daretodreamranch.org. Can people donate from there? Yes, they can. And what's most important is if they can donate um, April 1st, it starts at 6 a.m., Okay. go online and donate then because there's many challenges that go on during gotcha. the day. And the more money we can raise from the 6 to 7 a.m. period, mm-hmm. sure. the better it is for the ranch. Awesome. We'll keep trying to remind as we do our shows leading up to April 1st. So that's really the key day. But, folks, if you could, go to daretodreamranch.org and check out this site. It, it's awesome. It's really cool. And uh, I really do. I, I really thank you for calling in, Tanya. Let's see what we can do here, folks, to help um, a lot of folks that need it. You know, people who've served our country come out, and things aren't all rosy. It's not all easy. And, and there's often desperation that comes from that. And, and unfortunately, you know, you know, in Corey's case, he's not here anymore to talk about it. And um, anything else, Tanya, in the last maybe, 20 seconds here? Uh, no, um, I think I think that's it. It's just an amazing organization. They help people all over the country. It's not, people think it's in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to donate because it's not going to help anybody here, but it truly helps people all over the country. So cool. Thank you so much, Tanya. God bless you. Folks, we are going to take a quick break. When we get back, John and Rochester, you are on deck. Folks, don't turn that dial. You've got Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, The Financial Guys on The Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys Radio Network with guest host Mike Hayflick. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Mike Hayflick. All righty, welcome back. Great, great weekend here in western New York. Love the sunshine. Cold, I could do without, but... It's we're getting right. there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. We're almost there. We're definitely on the other side of things. Most of the snow, I'm pretty sure most of the snow in my yard is gone. Yeah, unless it's those big piles in parking oh, lots. God. I mean, the that's big, disgusting it. brown. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. They're, they're disgusting. They're yeah. usually there till about mm, July 5th. July, I was going to say 4th <laughs> of July. Usually we could <laughs> sweep all the debris away yeah. finally. But um, a lot of fun, folks. Um, Speaking thanks. of July 4th, yeah. we're all going to be free July 4th, apparently. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, because of our president. Yes. He, if he says it, it will be. He solved the vaccine crisis. He also mm-hmm. solved the COVID crisis. So he did, even though he came into office and there were no, there was no vaccine nope. supply at all. Nope. He doesn't remember one. No. There was one. He just doesn't. There was no Operation Warp Speed. No. No. Not, not in the bunker of his basement. That's the especially. way. To, it's the way to live, though. Just don't remember anything before today, and then just <laughs> right. run with it. Right. Well, a little bit like our governor Cuomo, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Just not remembering any of no. these things happening no. to me. No. Um, no. 
well, pretty disgusting. Going right to the phones, folks. We said we would have John from Rochester. And, John, you are on. How are you? Hey, Mike. And Mike, I'm doing pretty good. All right. At, w- at one point, I was I was thinking that, uh, you know, let, let this uh, investigation play out on Cuomo and let him stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'll tell you, you look at the, the alternatives, de Blasio and this James, <laughs> but then I thought about it a little bit more. If he is bounced out, we've got Kathy Hochul as governor, and she would do a better job than Cuomo would do. Mm-hmm. Plus, she's not the leftist like uh, James James and de Blasio would be, you know, down the road. So True. she would, if she established herself as the governor, temp, you know, uh, for the next two years, mm-hmm. uh, she might have a shot at winning that nomination uh, in, I think, 2022 is the next uh Mm-hmm. race. Uh, the reason I, I say that is I don't think any Republican ha- would have a shot at winning the governorship in New York State anymore. I agree. I think the numbers are just far, 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 far too in favor of the Democrat uh, registration. What is it, five to one now? Yeah. Yep. So it's, it would benefit, I think, uh, at least people like us as far as being a little more conservative to have Somebody less leftist than mm-hmm. Kathy Hochul. Don't get me mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Uh, Kathy Hochul can she does go to the left on a number of issues, but nowhere near this Letitia James and uh, De Blasio. Right, I mean, right. De Blasio is an outright Marxist. Do you think he'd ever get elected governor? Oh my gosh, what and, what a nightmare! What a hellish experience that would be. And and you know the other thing is is this. Uh, uh, this constant uh, drumming of uh, the media talking about New York State mm-hmm. not being that, as far as the, the COVID policy, the Chinese virus policy, not being that detrimental, and, and, and kind of knocking Florida. Florida, this is not even hardly mentioned anymore or at right. all right. regarding Florida's, uh, the, the fact that New York State death rate is like 50 to 60 percent more than it was in florida i'm so glad you said that john real quick i i I am so glad you said that because you know if people really looked at the data and looked at various states like science they looked looked at the science and the numbers they'd see that there were really solid efficient effective ways to handle this whole virus and and in retrospect of course now we can look at the data and florida was absolutely a superstar led by DeSantis. There's no question about that. And for those who think you go down to Florida and it's just, there's no rules down there. It's not the case, right? No. You, you, no. If you go into a Publix, our Wegmans, you go down there, mm-hmm. people are wearing masks everywhere. Yep. It's not a free-for-all. So it's not, it's not you know, right. I think that's the, the national media has made it like, you know, Florida's doing this ridiculous stuff to just kill people. They're and they're not. They're not. They're not. No. A lot of the private companies are, are still expecting masks to be worn. And if you ask them about it, they say, we just want to continue to make people feel comfortable when they come in. And to me, I might disagree with it, but at least I can respect it. It's at least the company that itself, the private company making that decision. And they can. For its patrons. Just exactly. like if you don't want to have customers walking with a mask, you can say no they're not, they don't need to be worn here. No doubt. It, it's, it's your business. Do what you want. No doubt. John, get the last word here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another lie that the media tells, and I've, I've actually heard hosts on WBN talk about this, it's Sweden policy failed. As you know, Sweden didn't lock down hardly at all. Mm-hmm. And you, you hear people say, and the media say that, well, Sweden's policy failed. I looked at the numbers. The last time I looked at the numbers, 
Sweden had less uh, deaths uh, per uh, one million mm-hmm. than Florida. Huh. Uh, so, so Sweden's policy of lock, no lockdowns or little lockdowns worked. Unreal. Where's the publicity on that, guys? There's none, and and then there's no no one seems to learn from it, and nobody seems to act on what we've learned. It's it's just all about power. Let's face and, it. And to go back to Cuomo, quick on that. I mean, if he would have came out. 10 months ago and said, mm-hmm. we made mistakes in nursing homes. Right. We put people back there too early. We made a mistake. We mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. This is probably, a, 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 I'm not going to say a non-issue because, right. of course, there's there's people that have passed away. But Absolutely. it's a, I made a mistake and we learned from it. Instead, right. what we did is we hit it for 10 months, wrote yep. a book. Lied about won it. Won an Emmy. And then now right. it's coming back to say you did all that and you lied the whole time and people got right. sick and, and died in the nursing homes. Yeah, absolutely. You far, know? far worse. Anyway, John, thanks for calling in, pal. Okay, keep up the fight, guys. Thank you, and you do the same. Thank you. All right, we're going to go right to Diane. Diane from Buffalo, how are you? Yes, I'm doing good. Oh, good. Well, the reason I'm calling is my daughter is an essential worker, Mm -hmm. and she was telling me yesterday that she gives out the shots, the vaccination, Mm -hmm. COVID, and um, she noticed that one of her coworkers, and this could happen any place, was not fully injecting all the drops of the liquid into the arms. Oh, jeez. Like maybe just half a vial. And, you know, um, this could happen anywhere, at a drugstore, hmm. tops, the county, other states. Um, and, you know, she doesn't know if that person would be fully covered. Um, right. You know, vaccinated after that because they're supposed to get 100% of the liquid. What if they only get 50% in their arms? Jeez. You know. I wonder if they do it like if there's and I don't know this. I'm just I'm just imagining, but I wonder if they do that and they know that not all of it will make it into someone's body. So they, they you know, I'm saying maybe they provide a hundred and twenty. He knows at this point probably like Visor and Moderma and Johnson and Johnson would know. Right. But um the people giving out the injections don't know. Right. Huh. You know, but people have to be very careful when they're going for a shot. Sure. They're going to reliable places and, and make sure every drop is going in their arm. Agreed. No doubt. If you're going to go and try and protect yourself, if you believe it's going to be a protector against this uh, this virus, then... Covered by COVID if only half of it's going in your arm. You know, True. True. What do you think, Diane, though? Do you think that um, opening up more and more of our economy and our stores and our restaurants and fitness centers, do you think that's the right idea here? I think we have to do it. Yeah. You know, because... If, if you don't want to go to the store, then you just stay home. But if people right. businesses and they want it open, they need to have it open. Good. Yeah, the, the concept of freedom of choice, huh? Tops and BJ's and, and Sam's Club, all those stores, it, they're all packed with people. And <laughs> right. I never got sick. To me, they're like Petri dishes of germs. But I, just... I try to stay away from someplace that I, you know, I don't go to bars or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right in your face. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for calling in and, and just uh, making that awareness to everyone. If you are going to get that vaccine, folks, make sure you kind of know, like, like what's supposed to make it into my body? Are there any, you know, what are the side effects? What should I do? They've been told. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I think yeah. she, she said it perfectly. Thanks there. again, if, Diane. If, if, you're, if you're okay with going to the store, go to the store. If you're okay with going to a bar, go to the bar. Absolutely. If you're okay with wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, do or don't wear a mask, right? Right. right. And again, I, I think... The, the narrative of you know places like florida it's just it's unruly down there right like people are 
running around without masks on, drinking out of each other's cups. and No. It's just not happening. Far from right. that. Right. There's a lot of protective measures in place, a lot of guidance, and right. I think that's okay. Guidance is fine, you know, because then if you're vulnerable, if you feel like you're definitely in the, the class of citizenship that it's vulnerable, um, that you, you think, man, I really better take some more precautions. Maybe I should stay home. Then you'll get guidance on that. But that doesn't mean we all have to. And that's but that's the thing with anything, right? If you yeah. know, if you, they say sometimes, you know, certain people, if they have an illness or, or something that can, you know, further their illness, you can't do something, right? right? Maybe you shouldn't drink anymore. Maybe you shouldn't smoke anymore. Whatever. Exactly. You know, you, you give guidance, and if people want to go against it and yep. something happens, and that's, you know, you took the risk. No doubt about it. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we are seeing a little bit of a, a, a release of some of these, these, um, oh my gosh, like god awful restrictions and, um, I don't know. You feel like you're you're literally from the moment you wake up, you feel like you're under control of some, you know, by someone. It's, it's just an awful feeling. Before we go to a quick break, I want to bring in our uh, one of our folks in the health insurance, Medicare division, vice president of employee benefits with TFG Insurance, um, and he's just been around a t- like a long, long, long time, right, Brian Janik? <laughs> yeah, uh, twenty years in the insurance industry. Holy moly. <laughs> I really wouldn't have guessed that long, but uh, how are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, um, enjoying some time on a baseball diamond. Tip. Oh, awesome! Oh my gosh, in this in this weather, is it okay in the sun? <laughs> it's not. It's it's still cold. It's yeah. some wind, but we're at least out in uh, you know outside right now versus being inside. So awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking a moment. Um, give us give our audience a, a little bit of insight on this American Rescue Plan. So. Um, we, we just found out from uh, New York State because uh, we are certified with the New York State of Health. So people that are getting coverage under the age of 65 that aren't getting it through work, based on household size and income, they could qualify for a subsidy to help lower the cost of their insurance. Well, the New York State of Health just said that the uh, American Rescue Act has increased the subsidies so um, people currently getting a subsidy uh, will get a higher amount. And secondly, they're also going to raise the income limits to get a subsidy. Now, the final numbers and that stuff isn't out, but for any of our listeners out there that are getting the subsidy, um, give us a call because we can then let them know how this could have an impact uh, on a positive side to their insurance costs. So Terrific. That's awesome. So, so give us an example of how that might impact somebody. Like, give us an example of, like, say, one of our clients who, um, you know, reads something and, and needs you as the interpreter. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, you got two different ways this could impact you. So, say you're somebody that was making, we'll say, $40,000 as a single, mm-hmm. and maybe you're getting a $150 a month subsidy for your insurance. Okay. Now, you might see that your subsidy might go to $200. Um, so your income is the same, but they raise the amount of the subsidy. So because your subsidy is 200 instead of 150, you're going to pay $50 less a month for your insurance. Wow. Secondly, when they raise the limits, so right now as a single person, if you make more than 51,000, you don't qualify for a subsidy. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're going to raise that limit. So somebody that's making 55,000 may qualify for a subsidy now. So. We might even have people that before didn't get anything mm-hmm. that now might qualify. So as we get more information from New York State, we'll get to find out what is that upper limit now, how high can we go to get a subsidy, and 
the more people in the household, the higher the income limit goes. So, right. And it always goes by if we have two people in a house, you have a higher income limit. So those all parts come into play. Sure. That's sure. why we want everyone just to, if you're getting something, even if you don't use this right now, um, give us a call because we can then walk you through the process and also be there when it comes time for renewal because every January 1st, our plan is going to renew. Right. And we're going to be there to help them with that renewal. That's awesome. So to reach uh, Madison, Madison uh, in our office, she is the key person to get appointments with you guys. Uh, what what number can folks call? 716-633-1331. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Brian. 1831. All righty. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Have a great one. So, folks, yeah, don't assume that. Whatever you know about um, one of these topics, I mean anything, I mean financial markets, interest rates, Social Security, property and casualty, thinking that your auto and home policies are always going to just stay the same price, right? Yeah. They don't. <laughs> well, we see this type of stuff in our office all the time where right. somebody says, too, I heard from my neighbor. They told me this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and again, I always tell this thing, you know, if, if I if I go to a you know mechanic and say to him, hey, I think I know the problem with my car. He's going to tell me, <laughs> drop the thing off and get the hell out of here. He's not going <laughs> to say, what did your neighbor say? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to say, give me the car and get out of here. Okay, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but D- Dolores is a great neighbor. I just don't think she knows anything about my car, right? Right. But no, but that, that the point, though, folks, being... Don't assume. I mean, you know, a lot of this comes down to not only protection, but it also comes down to price, right? The expenses right. of your life. If we can drive down a lot of those fixed expenses and make sure you're like fully insured and, and appropriately insured, tell you what, you're going to avoid a lot of the the misery and sometimes crises that can yep. come without uh, without being those things. So, again, thank you to Brian Janik um, from our TFG Insurance team. We're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll get right back to the phone lines. Kevin, Richard, please stay on the lines. Folks, if you'd like to call in and reach us, 1-800-616-9236. Don't go away, folks. You've got Mike and Mike, the financial guys. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Len Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Righty, welcome back. Everything is simple to Andy, isn't it? It's, it's, it's simple. All, it's all simple, It's all folks. simple. It's all simple to the tough guy. I, I wanted to uh, <laughs> respond to a text. What was the poster? I just tuned in. Hope you play the montage again. And uh, we will. We'll play that montage of, it was basically Cuomo backers, right, from Hollywood? Yeah. Great, great montage. Explaining how great he is and how great of a leader he is. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. It was the good old days. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, The good not, old days three months ago, you know. Not yeah. so good of uh, new days for Andy right now, Andrew Cuomo. Um, the poster was like back in the summer. I think it was July of, of 2020. And it was basically... What I love is you you find some of these artists who really know their stuff. And the one artist said it was an incoherent mess. <laughs> it was called New York Tough, Smart, United, Disciplined. I can't read the rest of it. Wake up, America. Forget the politics. Get smart. And it is a really weird-looking picture. It's got all sorts of stuff all over. Um, at the bottom, it says love, community, support, 
And at the top of the mountain, love wins. It always does, doesn't it? Because the love gov wins. But I don't think he's winning now. We say this all the time with love. I, listen, I'm not anti-love by any stretch, right? Mm-hmm. But but you know, no, I love love. love. I love love too. I love love. But but love <laughs> will never always. You know, they act as if you just love everybody, it'll all work out. <laughs> love doesn't pay the bills. No. I wish it did. Right? No, leadership does. <laughs> right. Right. Leadership does win usually, you and know. working hard, and you know that type right. of stuff is what pays the bills. And Love, honesty, yeah, reporting yep. facts, reporting evidence, sharing that facts and evidence with people, uh, especially when you're in public office. I mean, you're there to serve people. Yeah, you're not there to hide and um, I don't know deflect. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about like the sexual harassment thing. It's it's obviously taking a really like a front seat here. What's really distressing to me, though, is the nursing home crisis is yeah. like it's 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 almost like some people are forgetting yeah. what like the true the, the the misery, the disgusting nature of that whole nursing home uh, tragedy. And I know some of our texters are not forgetting. He you know, here's another uh, attacks. Cuomo not only forced covid positive patients into nursing home, he's also forced covid positive patients into group homes for the disabled. I mean, how brutal is that? I, and Mike and Glenn nail it when they talk about this, but the whole, you know, when instead of apologizing, he did apologize, but not for what he did. But no. he apologized for, I guess, what he said, leading people on to believe right. that, you know, it's like, come on, just just you made a mistake, own up to it, right? right? Instead, he deflects, he blames nurses, he blames this person, he blames oh, yeah. that person, and then blames, right. you know, us for believing him at times. Like, come yeah. on. He had options, too. I yeah. mean, remember the hospital ship, the Javits Center, it was all set up for all these sick people to go to, or to keep the sick people out of there and and just get people who need the normal um, health care and all that. And he didn't use those options. But what do they do? They, they allow these immigrants to just flow over the border and, and within, what, 48 hours or, or 72 yep. hours, I think they have yep. to release them. They'll set them up in, in hotels. They'll yep. set them up. They'll get all the transportation. They, they could have done that for, for some of the ill. Buy okay. hotel rooms, buy floors of hotels and motels. And we say this every week. We've been saying it now on our podcast everywhere. You know, you knew the most vulnerable population right. was those over 75 or 80. You knew it. Everybody right. knew it. That right. wasn't a new thing that came out over the summer. That's that right. was almost almost from the beginning you knew that's what it was. That's right. And you would think we would put more time and energy, not that everyone's not important, but into mm-hmm. that age bracket because right. they are most vulnerable. Right. But no, it was just, nah. Well, we'll put them back in there. We'll see what happens. Brutal. Uh, you know. Just brutal. Um, before our uh, top of the hour break, folks, we're coming up on the end of the first half. We're going to go ahead back to the phone lines. We're going to grab Kevin from Pendleton. Kevin, how are you? Mike Squared, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear from you. <laughs> Let me just answer a question for you guys before I uh, quickly touch on what I call about. Uh, sure. If de Blasio can be elected, yes, because of that New York City block down there and also the surrounding areas and um, mm-hmm. a little reminder here as your brother from another mummy in Niagara <laughs> County mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> here in Erie uh, uh, here in Niagara County and Erie County listen they have very important elections coming up with individuals who impact your lives mm-hmm. more directly than anyone who's sitting in the White House okay yep. so just want to let people pay attention please 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 and also um, lastly here um, uh, also, the reason why I actually called, I want to know that, um, you know, there was an official from Buffalo or Erie County who um, on WBN sometime this week was saying they're, they're putting in the, um, the, the, the nets on the basketball courts and stuff mm-hmm. and on mm-hmm. the courts and so on. And, he said, and as far as basketball is concerned, 
just play safe and, you know, be, be responsible. I'm thinking like, wait a minute, you can basketball, how can you socially distance playing basketball and playing safe, as they call it? So you see, this is so ridiculous that they might as well call it basket tiddly winks. <laughs> And, and, and Kevin, to I touch on that, Kevin, these are the same people that put in laws that high school football wasn't allowed, but high school soccer was in the fall, right? Like right, you're you're you're, right. you're playing close, you're you're you know battling with other players. It doesn't right. matter any sport like that, you know. Yeah. And we, as a football coach in the area, I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. We're allowing soccer without masks, by the way, and we're not allowing football. I right. mean, come on, yeah, exactly. So tell me, I mean, I've been playing basketball. You t- I, I never played a game or play a one-on-one with somebody that I end up didn't touch in at one point or the other. Come on. Give- <laughs> you know? If you're playing the right way, you're, you're touching each other, right? You are guarding each other. You're defending. You're always close. You're, you're playing offense yeah. and you're trying to score. I mean, yeah, I, I know. I know. It's so arbitrary. And lastly, guys, I really, really think, but look, there's no one with a testicular fortitude. <laughs> nationwide and even internationally, mm-hmm. China should be held financially responsible for crippling every economy in the world. Because guess what? China ain't suffering, okay? Totally agreed, Kevin. Totally yeah. agreed. Thanks for calling in, pal. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. No, he's uh, got some great points, always so eloquent <laughs> and fun. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Kevin. And, he's, uh, he's upset in a happy voice. That's what's great about I, him. I know, right, right. Yeah, like I know this guy's really angry, but it's kind of like pleasant to listen to him. But yeah. no, thanks again, Kevin. Um, we are going to go to one more call here before the break. Uh, let me go to Richard in Amherst. Hi, Richard. Hey, how are you guys? Good, good. good. How are you? Good, good. Glad you got to me, and I'm going to try to make this short because I, it's 158 here. You got it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, uh, I have a loved one in a nursing home, so I know what the joker has been doing here to us mm-hmm. uh, for the last year. And I just want to read something here out of the May tw- March 25th, 2020 nursing home advisory for hospital discharges and admissions to nursing homes that okay. Cuomo and his minions put out. Okay, and listen, if you can read this, and then what we'll do is come back after the break and talk about it, okay? Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. Not only is the first sentence, no resident shall be denied readmission or admission to the nursing home solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID-19. The next sentence, which nobody ever talks about, is nursing homes are prohibited from requiring a hospitalized resident who is determined medically stable to be tested for COVID-19 prior to admission or readmission. Wow. We're going to talk about this right after the break. So please, Richard, don't hang up. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. This is Mike Hayflick and Mike Sparaza. We are the financial guys. Don't turn that dial. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. 
It's time to talk money. Oh, it's not a swindle. What you do is, see, you give them all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Stop it! Stop it! Don't you realize you've just been brainwashed by corporate propaganda? And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. Lisa's a grade-A moron. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. And I firmly believe, and my administration has always represented, women have a right to come forward and be heard, and I encourage that fully. But I also want to be clear. There is still a question of the truth. I did not do what has been alleged, period. I won't speculate about people's possible motives, but I can tell you as a former attorney general who's gone through this situation many times, there are often many motivations for making an allegation. And that is why you need to know the facts before you make a decision. You most certainly do need to know the facts, Andrew. Because I'm smarter than you, and I was attorney general, I know right. much better than you know. So people make stuff up. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's pretty much what he said. Because I'm yeah. smarter than you, and you're an idiot. So smug, condescending, yeah. and dishonest. And by the way, when Kavanaugh uh, was was getting accused of this, there was no uh, motivate or you know, oh no no it was, no he's guilty he's guilty right. he's he's guilty well, we gotta and, you know. and think of the the guy that guy I mean talk about a stand up guy a smart guy I mean. Brett Kavanaugh, let's just go with the Andrew Cuomo, you are no Brett Kavanaugh. Right. So for you to have been claiming that Brett Kavanaugh was a gross, disgusting pig yep. doing things to women, I mean, talk about the the, the, the the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, give me a break. And I know this isn't a popular opinion necessarily, but I agree with Andrew Cuomo that, that you need to actually investigate right. and, and do a proper investigation for this. No I, I'm not one to say fire him, you know, but, no. but I think as the numbers start to climb here, mm -hmm. right, you, now you add in the nursing home deaths, and right. now you add in all these – it's not just one or two accusations anymore. No. We're now – a report came out they're almost up to 30. Right. Depending on right, what, what right. we're so Amazing. That, yeah. that's not, you know, something to joke about. And I think what you do is and, and not fire him, but he has to take a leave of absence. Like in any other job, right. you take a leave of absence while that's right. The investigation goes yeah. on. Yeah, and this is not a one off. This has become right. a pattern of behavior, a pattern of disgusting, dishonest behavior. Yep. Richard, we're back on with you. Thank you so much for your patience. Uh, some of these things we just can't avoid, and uh, we appreciate you waiting. So you read some guidelines. Give us give us a little bit of feedback now on, on what you think those guidelines that you read meant. Okay, well, basically what I've got is I've got the March 25th um, Department of Health, uh, Andrew Cuomo, Howard Zucker uh, memo mm -hmm. as advisory, hospital discharge and admissions to nursing homes. This is the... This is the advisory. Mm -hmm. And the advisory basically says that not only during this global 
health emergency, all nursing homes must comply with the expedited receipt of residents returning from hospitals to nursing homes and that residents are deemed appropriate for return to the nursing home upon determination of a physician <laughs> or a resident that the resident is medically stable for return. There's another sentence in here that says, that nursing homes are prohibited from requiring a hospitalized resident who is determined medically stable to be tested for COVID-19 prior to admission or readmission. Oh, my goodness. So what was Cuomo doing? He was right. putting in nursing homes people that had not even been confirmed of whether they had or had not COVID. Right. So, these nursing homes under these med Medicare doesn't pay for a private room. Mm -hmm. They t they take they put these people in semi private rooms, which is what Medicare pays for. Right. And then they have to test them themselves. And then all of a sudden, a day, two, three days later, the test comes back. Oh no! Right. This one's got COVID. It's absolutely insane. It's the most vulnerable people in our society, the ones that we should be protecting to the utmost. And and our idiot governor decides, no, 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 no. You, you we're gonna we're gonna play kind of like politics here. I'm gonna tell you what you have to do, nursing home directors. It's absolutely insane, and it's it's heartbreaking. And uh, yeah, I'll give you the last word, Richard. Prohibited from testing, asking the hospital to test the patients before they came. This is just outrageous. And then all of a sudden, about May the 11th, mm -hmm. it was changed to hospitals cannot discharge a patient to a nursing home unless the patient tests negative. Uh, okay. That, so <laughs> what's that tell you? It tells you that they figured out yep. two months that they made a mistake. And they, they really screwed up. They hit it. He goes out, does posters and books and book publishing contracts. And I think, I think you know, there was a texter that said, what, what was the motivation behind it? And mm -hmm. I, I think the motivation was to keep the numbers low, look like a hero, Absolutely. go on TV, yep. flirt it up with your brother on TV like yep. you guys are a com you know, comedy you show. Yep. And then you're flying down to Georgia to give seminars on how to deal with coronavirus. Right. And uh, look, the, the, he probably, one of two things, he wants to be the governor as long as he can. Or he was running for, you know, the presidency at some Absolutely. point in four years, eight years, whatever. Yep. So th there's a lot of motivation. And like you said, one mm -hmm. of the biggest ones, too, was some cash, right? Absolutely. The book deal that he took, what was it, $800,000 yep. up front for? No doubt. You know, can, where are we getting that back? Can yep. we get that back? Or no, is that never. not possible? Don't be a stranger, Richard. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All righty. Yeah, um, absolutely disgusting. Just disgusting how he handled this whole thing. Do we want to queue up that clip for um, uh, yeah, stuff we, on here? We do. We, we have yeah. to, folks. You do not want to turn the dial. Um, we're going to be taking a quick break, but first we're going to be bringing on our friend. Uh, but let's play a little clip first. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about. And so so in, in my best impression of President Biden, I'd like to introduce um, that, that guy. Um, I, don't, I, I think he was on TV before he 
he did something. Um, it was in that outfit over there. Over there. That right outfit, over there, right? right? Over there. I'll yep. point out my window. It was over there somewhere. The Erie, Erie County's outfit Hang on, let me, over there. Let me find my notes. <laughs> and uh, uh, oh, oh, here it is. Erie County Comptroller, Stefan Mahailu. <laughs> Stefan, you are on the air. <laughs> well, I know my last name is an eye chart, and it's hard to spell. <laughs> can remember it here in Erie County. It, it, it flows off the tongue at the Broadway market. It, I bet it does. I bet it does. Are you a regular there? <laughs> Absolutely. You and your gang? Yes, okay. Yeah, I grew up right down the street from the market. Oh, man. What, what do you think of that whole President Biden, That just that one clip? I mean, there's countless of them. But not knowing... <laughs> Not knowing that he's talking about what is the, the, the Pentagon that he's talking he was about? talking about the secretary uh, yeah. the uh, well <laughs> yeah, now see, I sound like guy. him now I sound like him that, the secretary the, the, of the state guy, that outfit over that there. outfit the general yeah, yeah. but I mean well, for him not to know but I say this too I mean if somebody asked me you know hey I need to ask a question to one of your team members I wouldn't say oh gosh that guy you know the social security <laughs> that, guy that, over uh, there they not outfit I mean, over th- there these are the people in your inner circle you need to know their name honest to God anyway Stefan it's great here. to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it shows incredible weakness, not only here uh, domestically, but around the world. I mean, I'm also very concerned about President Biden and Democrats in Washington just printing money and giving what amounts to a blank check. Mm -hmm. It's all over the country. Yep. It comes to coronavirus funding. I mean, New York State was facing a $6 billion deficit pre-coronavirus, and now Erie County is getting $180 million in cash from the feds and so i i i fear inflation i fear higher taxes and i fear having a president of the united states that doesn't remember the names of his own cabinet his own cabinet and stefan i'm sure you've seen the the breakdown of that bill you know the the stimulus package they just passed but Mm -hmm. you know if you look at some of those numbers i mean what do we what was the math we did mike yeah 500 i'll i'll read i'll read just what we did in terms of taxpayers being on the hook but then I need you to read some of these 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 the numbers. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of the ways that this money is being spent. One point nine trillion. We did a division by one hundred and forty million taxpayers, and Stefan, that means thirteen thousand five hundred and seventy dollars. That's that's twenty seven thousand dollars if you're a married couple that you just basically are on the hook for additional debt in our federal government. Well, that our children and grandchildren are going to be paying for. Mm-hmm really not going to make that big of an impact, especially when it comes to governments, because at the end of the day, someone has to pay that bill, not free money. That's right. And only in Albany and Washington do they think if there's a fiscal problem, don't reduce spending, don't tighten your belt. We'll just go to the basement printing machine and we'll just print cash and the problem will go away. (laughs) But but if you look at if you break this bill down, you know, and and they did. I'm reading an article here. So stimulus portion of that bill. So it was one point nine trillion. Right. The stimulus portion for the checks was about four hundred and twenty five billion. Okay, And then the the the, uh, vaccines and PPE was another hundred and sixty billion. So let's just round up and add that to six hundred billion. Where's the rest? Yeah, that's 30. 33% 33% of right. that whole number, right? <laughs> a little so, less than 33%. So 67%. We have we have got a few things here. 1.6 oh. billion to Amtrak, 800 million to foreign food aid. Million dollars. I know. From the federal government. And and that's why I very strongly push and will be in the coming days ahead that we need to return that money to the people who paid the bill in the first place and that's taxpayers. We need to create a rebate check 
uh, an Erie County government Mm -hmm. property tax owner will get, uh, and this is my proposal, a certain percentage of uh, what they pay in property taxes and give it back to them because they're the ones that paid the bill in the first place. Families are struggling. Businesses are struggling. And it's a great way to provide COVID relief and Mm -hmm. uh, help struggling businesses and homeowners. Yeah. Homeowners and property owners, they're the ones who had to, you know, basically concede that, hey, you can't kick anyone out. Try and just, you know, you know, give some months of rent forgiveness. But, yeah, I agree completely with you. Stefan. And, Stefan, I mean, I know the answer, I think, to this, but how does something like this get passed in, in Congress where you say, okay, $1.9 trillion, but only $600 billion is going to go for the people and, and you know, the, the citizens of our country. Mm-hmm. The rest is going to go to, you know, art funds and, and uh, yeah, Amtrak and, and museums. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how does that – how does anyone with a brain say, yeah, that's a good idea? Well, that's what happens when there's no checks and balances in government and elections have consequences. Democrats won a majority in the Senate and the House and obviously the presidency, mm-hmm. and not just in Washington, but even in Albany. You know, New York City Democrats control the Assem- New York State Assembly, the New York State Senate, and obviously Andrew Cuomo is still, for now, governor. And so there's zero checks and balances mm-hmm. on radical extremists and radical liberals who never met a dollar they did not like to spend. And mm-hmm. what they don't understand is at the end of the day, you can't keep printing money. Right. Right? You just cannot keep spending and spending and spending uh, on liberal pet projects without uh, having there be a reckoning. Deep down, though, do do you want to go to a break real quick and come back? Deep down, do do these folks actually feel like they're they're doing the right thing and accomplishing something by doing this stuff, though? Or do they know what they're doing is just an an epic disaster? Oh, I I think they have a clear-cut agenda, uh, especially these radical socialists who hate America. They want to defund police. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I firmly believe this is all purposeful uh, and part of this extreme left-wing agenda that wants to destroy America from within. You know, and even just my political beliefs and my core conservative values, you know, whether I'm the Erie County controller or, you know, as a candidate for Hamburg supervisor, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. We need to cut taxes, you know, get rid of pork and patronage and the friends and family plan, not only in the town of Hamburg, but the county of Erie, mm-hmm. government spending, and always try to create a culture where businesses can survive and thrive. And it. it's very clear, yep. the line of those of us who have that belief system, yep. the radical progressives that want to destroy our communities and defund our police and destroy America. Right. And the way you just described it does not sound very difficult. It just takes some some fortitude to do it and some intellect to do it. We're going to take a quick break. Stefan, can you hold over? Of course. Awesome. Terrific. Folks, um, if you think like us, you need us throughout the week. We do manage money for a living. Uh, you can reach us at 833-FIN-GUYS. We're talking to Stefan Mahailu, Erie County Comptroller. Do not turn that dial, folks. You've got Mike and Mike on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest host Mike Hayflick. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now... Here's Mike Hayflick. All righty. Welcome back. Mike and Mike. Mike Sparaza. Mike Hayflick here leading the way for Mike and Glenn. I'm I love, sure they love Kevin from Pendleton. Mike squared. I like that. I know. I, we, we might be able to coin that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I know when we did our uh, our one after show episode, it was Mike and Mike and Mike. 
Is that cubed? When, is that three is it, cubed? Yes. But, very uh, good. Yes. To big, the third power. Yeah. Big math guy over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't like numbers, right? Uh, we financial guys, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, folks, if you would like to uh, get on the line here with us, um, oh, gosh, 800-616-9236. Um, we've got a few callers here on the line. We also have Stefan Mahailu, Erie County Comptroller. And uh, Stefan, can we continue uh, talking a little bit about your uh, run for May, um, Hamburg Supervisor? That's right. Uh, you know, I've served nine years as Erie County Comptroller, and our founding fathers did not want career politicians or people leeching off the government for uh, their entire existence. So my mm -hmm. wife and I and Ashley were raising our children here in Hamburg, and I've got a Reform Hamburg plan mm. to cut taxes, hold the line on taxes, reduce spending. Uh, term limits is a big part of it, but especially the friends and family plan. Mm -hmm. It really bothers me when there's smug, entitled uh, political families that mm -hmm. government and taxpayers as their personal piggy bank, and they leech off the government. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now I'm the endorsed Republican and conservative candidate, and there's two Democrats running. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Bob Reynolds uh, worked in the IDA, former county legislator, mm -hmm. union. And while Bob and I have uh, political disagreements, he's a uh, someone who sticks to his values, his guns. And then, you know, there's uh, Mark Polenkar's puppet, who he gave a $100,000 political patronage job to with a $22,000 raise. <laughs> uh, Randy Hoke, whose sister is a Polenkar's political appointee. He's a Polenkar's political appointee. His sister's on the town board. His wife is on the town payroll. Wow. I'm going to get rid of the friends and family plan in Hamburg. And I made a pledge. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a nepotism pledge, anti-nepotism pledge, that my wife mm -hmm. will not work on the town payroll. And so voters are going to have a very uh, distinct choice this year. You know, me, yours truly, sure. that, again, I want to cut taxes, reduce spending, uh, term limits, uh, and give money back to taxpayers, or, you know, someone who wants to uh, basically leech off mm -hmm. taxpayers and put their family on the payroll like they always have, mm -hmm. uh, and are in government for self-service and not public service. Yeah. That's a pretty good gig right there. You know somebody, <laughs> and you just, really? you just keep hiring it out. Hey, I'm sure all those people yeah. you mentioned, though, were highly qualified for the positions and they, they took on. And they work very hard, I'm And they sure. work very, yeah. very hard. Yeah, $22,000 raise in the height of a coronavirus crisis. Mm -hmm. Businesses are struggling. And this political hack who never met a government job their family didn't like, uh, I believe firmly that, you know, they were basically bribed. Say, hey, here's a $100,000 a year political patronage job with a $22,000 raise, mm -hmm. which was passed by the legislature uh, on a Thursday. And then one week later, this person announces a run for Hamburg supervisor. Sure. And they promised to quit uh, in 11 months, you know, if they were successful. So, yeah. you know, I, I, it, I despise, you know, smug, condescending political hacks who – you know, basically leech off the government for their entire job, mm -hmm. given a $100,000 a year political patronage job with a $22,000 raise to run for office. And I just, I think that, yeah. can I? It is brutal. And you you actually reported on Dr. Gail Burstein, um, two, <laughs> a $202,000 annual salary with 183000 It's like doubling your pay in, in, like you said, a pandemic year where everything's shut down, many people are closing businesses, many people are being furloughed or losing their jobs, and, and this, this wonderful woman here um, doubles her pay. <laughs> Political appointees do not get overtime, period. <laughs> right. You know, Democrats never met a political crisis they didn't take advantage of, and yep. Mark Polenkar's claim that because he 
declared a COVID emergency, that this gives him the right to give his political appointees overtime. Mm -hmm. Taxpayers are the ones stuck getting the bill. I mean, some of these political appointees made five times more than what the average Erie County resident makes in their annual salary. Right. Just overtime. Hundreds of thousands of dollars on food and pizza, chicken wings, Mm -hmm. shops. It's sick. As the rest of the country's figuring out how to pinch pennies together, they're spending more. Yeah, and being told. And being told, like our our friend Robbie De Niro, by the way, folks, we're going to have our TFG after show right after this show, 315 Facebook Live. We have Robbie De Niro on. You do not want to miss that. But guys like Robbie were told, you cannot go basically make a living for you and your family. That's what they were told. And And these these people have a... And they were saying, while you're not making money... Please make sure you don't miss your electric bill and or your tax bill. That's right. Right. Don't and, don't and forget that because you got to pay that. Even right. though we're mandating and actually sending police officers to make sure you're yep. not working, still yep. pay your bills. Yeah, there don't was no cut that. and pay for those people. No, Stefan, we we have a couple callers. I have Tracy calling in and wants to talk Cuomo and nursing homes. But um, again, if you could hold over, I'd love to get Tracy on as soon as we return from this next break. Would that be okay with you? Happy to. Awesome. And I'll have you respond, Stefan, to Tracy and her comments. Folks, you are listening to The Financial Guys. If you want to reach us here, 800-616-9236. You've got Mike Hayflick and Mike Sparaza. Do not turn that dial, folks. We have Stefan Mahailu again returning next after the break. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza in studio today, having so many laughs I had to contain myself. Ah. <laughs> Some nice text out there. Great, great, yeah, great text coming in. Um, supportive of Stefan, of course, right? <laughs> uh, that's probably all the kinds of texts and emails you do get, right, Stefan? I had my family text and call. So, I had a- <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's like, expensive. wait. It's it's Stefan is great. Can we get ice cream later? I don't know who's texted that in, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was putting my house on Twitter. God bless America, right? There you go. There you go. I, I think I'd love for you to respond to some of the, the, the calls coming in. I'm going to bring in Tracy. Tracy on your cell. You wanted to talk Cuomo nursing homes? Hi, I did. Hi. Welcome to the show. You have uh, Mike and Mike, but also Stefan. Thank you. Hi. You're welcome. Hi. So I work for the DDSO, and everybody knows what's going out by going on by now with the nursing homes. But I, I called because I heard while I was driving in here you mentioned uh, this particular population, and I don't think anybody realizes the way he just spread spread uh, COVID around like rapid fire. Mm-hmm. An example: uh, mandating employees to places that don't have COVID, that do have COVID confirmed. Mm-hmm. And then they, you get sent back to work at your own house, getting mandated, you know, up to like two hours away into 24-hour shifts. It just, it's, it's atrocious. Just what? Well, Tracy, and this is Stefan very quickly, I, I think it's what else is atrocious is that 
politicians uh, and Democrats here in New York and across the country are calling for Governor Cuomo to resign over sexual harassment. Very serious allegations. But no one's leading the charge on 15,000 nursing home deaths. And it was a exactly. death sentence, a death sentence forcing seniors stricken with COVID back into nursing homes around healthy patients and around healthy staff. And so I think there should be a very serious uh, federal investigation about that. As a matter of fact, I asked the old Health and Human Services Secretary when he visited uh, Buffalo, Secretary Azar, mm-hmm. visited Buffalo and Roswell Park, and I personally handed him correspondence and asked him, please launch a federal investigation of nursing home deaths in New York State because here we, there are, there is a ship off of Manhattan right. and convention centers full of mm-hmm. empty beds, mm-hmm. and yet he forced nursing homes to do this. Right. Yeah. And I mean, here's what I'd like to say to go back to what you both are saying. You know, where where was uh, Chucky Schumer on the nursing home part a couple months ago when Mm -hmm. this started to break? Right now, all of a sudden. And again, not to diminish what's going on right now, because that's extremely serious as well. But that's like on the back burner now, the nursing home Mm -hmm. issue. Right. It's just all about the sexual harassment issue right now. But where has everybody been on this months ago uh, on the Mm -hmm. on the nursing home issue? Nowhere to be found. So and another point that I wanted to make um, so, you know, uh, all this unemployment and everything going out, uh, these patronage jobs, uh, the politicians' raises, mm-hmm. something that happened to uh, grossly underpaid direct care staff, uh, if you give it, we, we make just about this minimum wage they want to raise to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for the last two years, our 2% contract raise has been held indefinitely, and I'm hearing politicians getting raises, getting higher pay. And we're getting, I, for three months, I worked about 180 hours per two-week pay period with my pay being being withheld. You know, we got spouses, kids, spouses out of work, kids out of, kids out of school, and right. people on unemployment are making hundreds of dollars per two-week pay period for us than we even make coming to work every day. Right. Right. They're crushing what we make coming to work every day. They, he was, Cuomo was saying he was going to retro pay, and now I'm, I'm hearing when that, that's not ever even going to happen. Yeah, and, we, and then, then we have our health commissioner doubling her salary in a year of pandemic and strife and shutdowns and economic disaster. Well, it's a health crisis, Mike. She, she, she deserves more money now. She deserves a 50% pay increase. It's a health crisis. Tracy, um, we joke sometimes and say, man, we get so fired up. We've got to really watch our mouths, you know, on, on radio. I, I don't know how you can control yourself as you tell us that because I, no, knowing the job you're in and how important it is for all of us to, to have our loved ones taken care of, um, I just don't know how you even control yourself, to be honest. Our new employee retention rate is uh, basically zero. And when I say zero, maybe one or two employee, new employees stay. Right. The, the exodus from yeah. this particular agency is absolutely incredible. What are they going to do when there is nobody to take care of these individuals? And Tracy, this is Stefan. How mm-hmm. city setting? Mm-hmm. Tracy, how would you like a $22,000 raise? How does that sound? That would change my life. You know, it'll pay for my master's program, or at least part of it. <laughs> well, and, and the Erie County Legislature last year eliminated a patronage job in social services at the height of the coronavirus crisis. Mm-hmm. They said, you know what? We don't need this. Not necessary. But all of a sudden, oh. Democrats needed an opponent to run against me. And what do they do? They create a $100,000 a year political patronage job with a $22,000 raise. Mm-hmm. 
and they give it to a political hack whose sister's on the town board, whose wife is on the town payroll, and now he is on the polling car's payroll. And yet right. lifesavers like you are working countless hours saving lives, but the Friends and Family Plan is alive in Hamburg and Erie County. And, it's, and Tracy, it's a slap in the face to you and all of our first responders and all the people on the front line saving lives. So God bless you, and thank you for what you do. Yes, thank you, Tracy. Don't be a stranger, okay? I won't. You Thank know, you. I am a, a, just addicted to AM 930. I might <laughs> sit on one time fixing my car, and I haven't turned it off. <laughs> we really appreciate you calling in. Thank, thanks again, Tracy. And, and honestly, it is. It's just so, so frustrating. Um, and, and we talked to a local law enforcement officer this week, mm-hmm. and we said we asked him the same type of question, you know, or we talked about jobs, incoming officers, and, right. you know, what's that look like? And yep. he said— I, you know, when we see new guys coming on the force, it's it's amazing because, you know, it's almost like, why would you want to do this right now? And it's the same thing for a lot of these healthcare workers. Oh, well, and right? they have such a fervent commitment yep. to the things they believe in, taking yep. care of the disabled, taking care of the elderly, yep. that they can, amazingly, they can, they can ignore the crap that we see, yep. like the Randy hoax, the political patronage jobs, the $22,000 raises, the Gail Burstein's doubling her pay. Yep. They actually can ignore it or at least dismiss it and say, my commitment is to the people who need me. And I, honest to God, I mean, talk about admiration yeah. for people. They're, they're just amazing. Hey, Stefan, can we talk uh, briefly um, about Cuomo? And uh, what what do you think? Are you on the side of Lomas who thinks there's no way this guy gets taken out? We always think the Bidens, the Clintons, that they're going to get taken out. They never do. Um, or are you on the side of Glenn Wiggle? I'm putting you on the spot. But um, Glenn thinks, no, this guy's going down. I don't think he's going to resign. And he should. Governor Cuomo should be held to the very same standard that he himself established for Brett Kavanaugh. Governor Cuomo said that Brett Kavanaugh should take a lie detector test, Mm -hmm. take a polygraph. So, too, should Governor Cuomo. His own words. Agreed. Demanding that he take a polygraph, I think Governor Cuomo should take a polygraph, too. Uh, And if it's good for Brett Kavanaugh, it's good for Andrew Cuomo. I don't think he resigns at all. Right. And uh, and I I think that's scary, the thought of a governor, Kathy Hochul, (laughs) someone who claims to be a conservative and pro-gun and pro-life when they're running in a conservative district. And then backs partial birth abortion and all these radical socialist ideas when mm-hmm. running statewide in a, in a Democratic state. Right. Pretty amazing how uh, Cuomo's attitude has changed so much on sexual harassment and uh, abuse over the last few years. Isn't it amazing? It's just yeah. a total 180 now all of a sudden, right? Yeah, he, he demanded Brett Kavanaugh take a polygraph, and I think Governor Cuomo should do the same. And now he's essentially saying all these people are liars. You know, you right. got to follow the facts again he's going back to. No doubt. No doubt. Right. Well, Stefan, thank you so much again for joining us, staying on board with us a couple breaks here, and uh, you know, keep up the good fight, and uh, you know we're backing you in Hamburg when the time comes. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Have a good day, Stefan. You too. Awesome. Yeah, so Stefan Mihailu, Erie County Comptroller, uh, just a, a conservative, um, you know, I'm going to say advocate, but yep. I really do mean like a stalwart yep. in making sure we're aware of the things going on, and, and thank goodness for people like him. Um, I think we're going to take a quick break in, in a moment, but uh, first, um, let me go ahead and just remind some of you folks about some of the other things we've got going on. The theme for the month at the Financial Guys offices is social security claiming. Um, you might say, come on, how, how, how uh, uh, difficult is it? All you got to do is go online, you go inside your account, and you say, hey, retirement benefits start up for me, right? 
It's not that simple. And, you know, actually applying for Social Security benefits can be pretty easy, actually. It's deciding when to apply. It's deciding how um, significant of a decision that can be when you pair whatever you have in terms of wealth, maybe potential other guarantees of income like pensions, how do you pair up the Social Security income stream um, that and, and suit you and, and perhaps your, your family? Uh, Ron Reinstein and I specialize in this. We, we, are, we are committed to the complexity of Social Security claiming and the literally hundreds of filing strategies, thousands of rules that you will face. You might be an individual, a married couple, you might be a widow, you might have gone through a divorce, you might have combinations of those statuses, to be honest with you. You're going to want to know what the most optimal way to claim your benefits is. So again, this month, March, Financial Guys, theme, Social Security Claiming. If you need help, please call our office, 833-FINGUYS. We also have a great team out in Batavia, uh, Rochester. We've got Tori Witcher, new rep in our group, absolutely outstanding man, great, great rep. He's going to be so good out there in Rochester along with Phil Provenzano. And if you are live in South Florida, if you visit South Florida, we have a presence there as well. It's a growing presence down there. Guys like Denny Artachi, Tony Oliva, yep. great guys. So if you need folks uh, any help throughout the week, we do all sorts of good stuff here, retirement income planning, Social Security planning, health insurance, before and during the Medicare years, folks. P&C insurance. Mike Sparaza here heading up that division. God, you, you've got so much activity. I mean, you're on the phone literally probably from 6, 6.30 in the morning until probably 7 at night. Literally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been very busy, and we've been able to help a lot of people out, which is, again, why we always say why we do it, right? Helping out people and yep. saving money or, or getting better coverage if we can. So, yeah. um, you know, we've been very busy. Brett's been awesome. He's been uh, really coming into his own with us now. He's been out with us for about six months. So, yeah. And yeah. Miranda's new to the team. She's excellent. So. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been very busy and, and we, you know, we love what we do. So hopefully we get busier. Absolutely. And a high level of activity, it really does bring out the best in you, you know, because yeah. you're just, you're so tuned into all the yeah. details, the mm -hmm. questions, the, the, the listening that you have to do. You yeah. got to make sure you've heard people right in terms of needs, coverage, and, and even to the point of like, is your budget like going to accommodate the, the things? Like yep. you could say, hey, I'm going to get everyone $10 million of umbrella policies, yep. but you certainly can't do that. It right. would cost too much, but you can assess the needs and then pair that up with the best insurance company with the lowest premiums. Yeah. And that's all it's, it's about. Again, you know, we phenomenal. always say 14 minutes, we'll shop it around for you, see if there, and sometimes there's not anything that's better. So you just stay put. We, we're not, you know, this, uh, anybody who's worked with us, you know, yeah. our team, your team, we're yeah. not pushy people. No. So we're not going to harass you. Um, you know, if we can help you, great. If we can't, that's okay. We'll talk in the future. Right. Yeah. And sometimes your your current situation is just perfect. It's ideal. Yep. And and then you can revisit it in a year or two. Absolutely. Um, so great let's, team, folks. Let's um, not forget the after show today, too. The that's after a, show, yeah, yes. Yeah. Today's after show, folks. You do not want to miss this. And I mean this. Facebook Live at 315. And then thereafter, you can find it on YouTube. Yep. Robbie De Niro, uh, owner of Athletes Unleashed. He's going to go through the entire story of him, basically the David and Goliath, right? He being the, the David facing up to Andrew Cuomo and the executive power and the shutdown of his business down there in Orchard Park, Athletes Unleashed. And uh, you just don't want to miss it, folks. This guy is, he's just an outstanding character. He is absolutely a difference maker. 
And uh, you just you got to hear our interview uh, later on. With, is it, with is it too Denier. early to plug next week's show too? Because I know we have. I don't uh, think so. We no, have Dave, we have Dave DiPietro yes, coming on with us yep. next week. So, folks, you all know David DiPietro, yep. another another conservative stalwart here in our area. So, lots going on, folks. Uh, we talked to a cop on our TFG Truth podcast. You've got to listen to Mike and Glenn on their podcast. You can also. Um, like us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter fan, at yep. Thin Guys. Yep, and perfect. Then Carl, Russ, and uh, Dave hosting next week. Yes, right? that's yep. right. Yep. Yeah. So yep. there will not be a Mike and Mike. There will not be a Mike and Glenn. I feel like I'm going to read <laughs> like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. There will not. <laughs> no, you can't do that anymore. You no, cannot oh, do oh that anymore. God, don't yeah. pull me off the air. <laughs> yeah, we we actually do. We have um, we have yes. Um, Carl Russ Carl. and uh, Carl Dave. Russ. I yep. was I was going to start with Russ and then it just didn't flow. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. awesome. So Carl and Russ next week. And uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break, folks. We're going to uh, wrap up the last segment. Get Joe and Marty um, the callers on the line. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Cuomo here, and uh, let's see where things are going. I mean, the markets have been just outstanding. Maybe we can uh, field some calls on that too. So you've got Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, the financial guys. Don't turn that dial, folks. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Our last short segment here. you got about 10 minutes left, and then you get Esther and her team, fabulous Esther Goulias and the EG Tax team. Chris and Tiffany and so what a great crew, crew they uh, crew they have over there. Yep. Um, we rely on them often for tax advice. So don't go away, folks. After this show, um, again, TFG Truth. Yep. Police officer this week. You got to find that podcast, folks. It is just fabulous to hear. It's, what, it's a different perspective, right? Because we obviously none of us do that stuff for a living. So you really hear is. from people like that that are you know in the thick of it every day. It's pretty. It is pretty and, powerful and, stuff. Uh, and again, one more time, folks. After the show today, you have the TFG after show with Robbie De Niro, Mike, and I here um, interview Robbie, and you don't want to miss that, folks. He is a real hero in this area, and uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think this guy is. He's going to have a presence in our area oh, for, sure. for a long, long time. Um, I'm going to go back to the phone lines now. I really appreciate Marty. Marty in Kenmore, how are you, sir? Oh, good, Mike. All right. Mike and Mike team. <laughs> Mike squared is what uh, Kevin and Pendleton <laughs> called us. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment. I'm not sure. I'll take that. Well. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it if I can get it. Definitely a compliment. <laughs> All right. Thank you. How are, how are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. There was. Um, at the end of one of Cuomo's national television um, shows, I guess we call it. Yeah. Uh, he was interviewing um, Fauci. Yep. And they started talking about actors and things like that. And then the two of them ended up saying that one was going to be De Niro and the other one was going to be Pacino. And they were going to be the two. <laughs> that, you know, Pacino and De Niro, they were going to work together and figure this whole thing out. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my, looking at him, and I'm just like, I, I can't believe you are so pompous. Mm -hmm. You're actually saying stuff like that. And um, 
so uh, just one more second. <laughs> I was, somebody gave, uh, put out a word out there, and I'm not that smart, so I had to look it up, right? So uh, a noun for indifferent. And ethically or morally indifferent act. A person who is indifferent, especially in matters of religion or politics. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that's what indifferent means. So um, you could apply it where, wherever you think that is, um, it fits. But uh, to me, um, I think it fits pretty well. The adjective for that, and then I'm done. And I'm reading this verbatim, quote, yep. his indifferent attitude towards the suffering of others without interest or concern, mm-hmm. not caring, apathetic. Yep. Only, only a care for himself and his own political power and his own political future. And that's what disgusts me out of that whole um, yep. issue that, that the guy won't even just, if he would have just set it up right. Yeah. Look, at I made a terrible mistake. That's right. That's what Mike said earlier. You said, geez, if you just said, we made some mistakes here, folks. This this really caught us off guard. Um, and this is an unprecedented yep. thing. So mistakes, you know, yep. mistakes happen in business. Mistakes happen right. in politics. That That's something that's never going to change. Yeah. Mistakes will always happen, but right. you got to own up to it. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we have to fix something for a client, we have to call that client and say, hey, look, there was a mistake that was made. We got to update something, right? right? And you have to own that. Right. And you yep. know, in his case, he refuses, no matter what it is, sexual harassment allegations, mm-hmm. the nursing home issue, coronavirus as a whole, he just will not own up to anything that he's done throughout the whole process. Nope. And he could have made tomorrow better than today, right? right? He he could have made the future and the struggles a little better, right? By, by, by basically, like you said, face up, share the correct data, use the science, improve every day. And he didn't. Last word, Marty. All right. Nope. You hit it right on the head. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Talk to you soon, pal. Thank you guys for um, keeping it out there on the airwaves. All right. Thanks a lot, Marty. (laughs) Take care. Marty and Kenmore. All right. And uh, we got a little more time left. We're going to Joe. Joe in Hamburg. How are you? Oh, fine. I just want to say, I think I kind of was in the last line of work as a caller from two two calls before, but I, Mm -hmm. I worked, you know, with people who have challenges and mm. I'm on social security. So I said, well, I work 25 hours a week because I can't go over right. the limit. But because of all the COVID and people not showing up, I just can't go home on that job. I end up <laughs> making more money than I ever did because I, I got stuck staying there so much. Right. And now because of they're, they're so thankful to all the essential workers, I'm, I'm going to get screwed out of Social Security for like four or five months now mm-hmm. since I went over. And if you really think about that $18,000 limit that they put on, yep. that's less than a minimum wage job that you're allowed to make. You're right. You know, they, they're throwing money around to everybody who's not working. But if you want to work, mm-hmm. you're 64 years old and, and want to collect your Social Security, they stab you in the back. You're absolutely right. And and I'll tell you what, you're you're hitting on something I'm pretty familiar with, an earnings limit that – that anyone pre-full retirement age, who, anyone who aspires to have that income, you are held to certain earnings limit. Did Joe, did you know, though, that it's really a forfeiture? I know it. I'm not saying that it's not hurting in the, in the meantime to not get those payments, but you will get that money back 
but it's, I will. Yeah, it's actually when you turn full retirement age, they're going to increase your monthly pay just to get basically make up for the four or five months that you've been forfeited. Now, you don't get a big lump sum back, but you do get an increase in your monthly payments, okay? Okay. So so I don't mean to make it sound like it's not a big deal. That, that's not my intention, but you will you will get that money back um, in smaller amounts once you hit full retirement age. You, you would think, though, that something like that in this time, oh, that yeah. they would waive that, it's that, that ruling. Absolutely. Or, right? I mean, he's doing something that needs to be done for the betterment of everybody right. else in a time of crisis. You think they'd waive that requirement? Yeah, absolutely. Or, that's, you know? uh, absolutely. That, that's one of those things where you would say they'd step in and say, hey, temporarily, we could use the help, right? right. Especially, Joe, going into places that, that need that. I have a mom in assisted living, and uh, love you, mom, if you're listening. She needs help, and there are a lot of aides and a lot of nurses that have been um, basically. Um, they just they can't they can't go to work because they don't make enough money, right? And they're getting sick, and they are having a heck of a lot of um, trouble just retaining employees. So, Joe, a credit to you to to keep helping these folks, and and honestly, and you're you're affecting your own pay by helping people. So, thank you. All right. Well, you have a good gig. Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, this, that's great. That's can we awesome. can we throw in the uh, Portland real quick for oh, thirty seconds? How still burning? Still burning over there. <laughs> they they got it. They got it figured out in Portland. It's they unbelievable. Really Portland continues to burn, even though we now have President Joe Biden yep. in office. Who would have thought? Right. And, and and now that you know, let's just defund the police. There, I'm sure it'll work itself out. Right. It'll you know just yep. work it right out. It, it, everything will be fine in due time. Yep. And uh, and defund the police. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Just take the funds away. Well, now they're now they're all coming back saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Wait whoa, a minute. Wait. We might we might need more help. Well, yeah, it, this doesn't seem as good as it sounded when we said it six months ago. Back to chop, right? Yeah. Autonomous zones and and the the like. Chaz. Chaz, chop. <laughs> I remember. Oh yeah, we had crap. I think crap was a good one. I can't remember what that meant, but uh, folks, this has been a lot of fun. Again, if you need us throughout the week. 833-FIN-GUYS. Um, we do so many things to help people now. It's really, I always say, it's highly unusual that my clients come in to just see me. Uh, they might come in to see you then yeah. to review your auto home policies, umbrella policies, motorcycles, RVs. Yeah. I mean, you name it. Anything that you can insure, Mike can help you with them. I'm, I'm almost certain of it. And not just here in Western New York. Florida, too. Florida soon to be Pennsylvania. Florida, too. Um, folks, this has been a lot of fun. We really appreciate you tuning in today. Catch Don't up with us the on dime. the after show. Yes, yep. TFG after show today, folks. Got to find us on uh, FaceTime. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Live, 315. For Mike Sparazza, this is Mike Hayflick. Stay tuned for Esther and her team, folks. Thanks for listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network.